listening to Creativity Quest with author and creativity alchemist Carrie Schaefer. Join me in the quest to track down the blocks to our creativity and transform them into inspiration. Let's get creative. almost creative one. Carrie Schaefer here with you again. I am in an adventurous streak today and so what I want to talk to you about is revision or as I like to call it taking creative detours or sometimes just wholly burning the whole ball of wax down to the ground and starting over again from the beginning. Now, for some of us, this is a scary thing, and if you are one of those people who has been working on the same project for like the last 20 years, this is going to be really scary for you. Some of us do this all the time, and maybe we need to stop throwing things away and not, and not dive into the, the recreating things quite as often. But it's important to be able to stop and to look at things from a different perspective, and sometimes that means like literally tearing it all apart and starting over. I wrote last year, it was a journaling exercise. I was doing a class with the lovely and very talented and wise Jill Bedonsky, my Kaizen Muse creativity coach teacher. And what I ended up writing is that life, creating a business, any sort of creative endeavor is the same as writing a novel. And it comes with the same sort of angst in the middle, the inevitable rewrites before you get to the final product. And I'm reminding myself of that right now because I'm totally in the process of rebranding, rebranding my whole business. So if you've been with me for a while, you know that I have a business that I call Swimming North. And I realized that really the people that I most am talking to and working with and what my whole world centers around is writing. So I've rebranded all of that to a business called Right at the Edge, which really is kind of where I live, balanced between these insane, crazy goals that I'm trying to reach and really finding health on the other side of mind, body, and spirit and taking care of my well-being. And that's what I try to do for my clients and the people that work with me as well. So, you know, a long time ago, before I got published, the very first time, my very first novel, it began as a NaNoWriMo novel. Uh, it is November right now as I'm recording this, and some of you are in the middle of NaNoWriMo right now. This novel was crazy. <laughs> it it, it be, ended up being my very first published book, Between, but in its first manifestation, there was stuff everywhere. It had no coherence. There was lots of really fun ideas, and I had a blast writing it which could have been enough except that I really wanted to be traditionally published. And that meant figuring out how to make it fit the genre, have a structure, do character arcs, all those kinds of things. And there was a point after numerous revisions where I sent it to a friend to read. And the things I said to him after I got his revision back were really um, not very nice, actually. I was, I, was, I was devastated. I cried, actually, for days. Um, my Viking wanted to go find this individual and have words with him for having been so harsh and upset me so much. But here's the thing. He was right. Adrian, if you're out there somewhere, thank you again for that. Because what happened was I read what he said. I came back. I read my story. 
and I saw it in a whole new way. And then what I needed to do after I saw that was to tear it down to the bone. The current surviving novel, Between, which actually got published shortly thereafter, um, is, is a completely different book. The only things that really remain the same are the, the original premise, the names of most of the characters. I had to kill one of them off, which was really difficult because I had based this character on somebody that I actually know and, and like. Uh, and he did die during the middle of the revision process. And then I had this whole weird magical thinking thing that perhaps I had, had caused this. So that was really, really a hard thing to do to take him out of the book. But the book came first because I'm weird that way. Um, writing all was number one and, and foremost, what does the story need? So coming back from that, my challenge to you is to have a look at the project that you're engaged in if you're stuck at all. If you're not stuck and everything's going beautifully and brilliantly, then maybe none of this applies to you at all right now, but it probably will someday, or maybe it applies in another area of your life. Because I really believe that our relationships, our jobs, um, sometimes just the way that we're managing household chores or some thing that we are stuck on and tired of, all it requires is to look at it in a whole no, new way and upside down, maybe backwards. Jill Bonatsky wrote a book called Nine Modern Day Muses and a Bodyguard, which takes these fun creativity principles, which are all very true, and turns them into modern day muses, re-envisioned, right? So one of my favorites is a character named, or a character, a muse named Albert. Um, she named him after Albert Einstein because he had this big imagination and saw everything in completely different ways. I like that idea of that muse. And I like the idea of really looking at things from a lot of different angles. One of my very favorite things to do as a child was to walk around. My brother and I would play this game. We would take a mirror and hold it flat right here so that you could see the mirror and you could see the reflection of whatever was in the ceiling. And then we would walk around like that. And it was very bizarre because you felt like you were walking in a completely other world, magical, fun for a magical child, right? I endured that game, and I've done that recently a time or two as a way just to free up my thinking. Another thing to do is to just put disparate elements together. If you're stuck on a title, putting words together that normally you wouldn't think of an adjective and a, and a noun that would go together in that way. Playing word games, playing uh, all kinds of fun games, doing some drawing if you usually write or writing if you usually draw or pulling in some music, doing something a little different and having some fun with it, lighten up. Um, sometimes just renaming your project something different and going into it as, a, okay, I'm just going to play. This is a completely side project. The hard work that I've done is still over here. I'm not doing anything with it. What I'm going to do now over here is just play around, have some fun, and if anything comes out of it, then I can always take it back and use it in the original project. That really helps sometimes to, to free things up. Oh, the lights just came out outside. You guys, this office, I have to show you this real quick. I don't know if this is gonna work because I'm all hooked up to a mic and I'll probably make a disaster. When the lights come on outside my glass window at night, it just glows with this magical light and it doesn't look the same. I'm, I'm noticing that already when I show it to you. So I wish I could show you that, but I can't. So you would have to come you know, visit me or see me in person. 
So that is what I wanted to talk to you about today is the taking, uh, doing revision. Sometimes they call it taking creative detours. So if you have somewhere else that you want to go, if you're feeling stuck, sometimes the other thing to do is to just go off those tangents. Sometimes those are good. Sometimes rabbit holes are, are valid because you get valid information while you're down there, or at least you refresh your mind and have some fun. So consider that. I would love to hear from you if you try to do any of these seeing things in new ways activities. Um, I am supposed to remind you that Creativity Quest is a a podcast that is owned and copyrighted by Authors on the Air Global Radio Broadcasting Network, and I'm really grateful for them to them for hosting me. And hey, go do creative things. See you next time.